bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And it's our Misogynist of the Week pod where we pick a misogynist and tell you why they fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think I finally nailed down the intro to this podcast. Yay. It's perfect. It's only taken many, many times. <laughs> All right. So this week's Misogynist of the Week is podcaster and TV host Chris Hardwick, who was a co-founder of the website and podcast, The Nerdist. So Chris Hardwick is facing allegations from an ex-girlfriend, model and actor, Chloe Dykstra, who posted on Medium earlier this week that she was emotionally and sexually abused by an ex-boyfriend whom people put together was Chris Hardwick. Dykstra wrote that, sorry, there is a trigger warning, so... If you can't listen to this, then maybe just stop here. Thanks. Or you can fast forward to my epic rant. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) That works too. So Dykstra wrote that when she was in her early 20s, she began a rocky relationship with a man who was almost 20 years her senior. Hardwick is now 46. She also described that a man... The man is someone who, quote, grew from a mildly sex- successful podcaster into a powerful powerhouse CEO of his own company. There you go. And Hardwick was one of the original hosts of The Nerdist and founded Nerdist Industries. He now hosts AMC's The Walking Dead after show, Talking Dead, as well as the NBC game show, The Wall. Dykstra listed all the things she was forbidden to do in the relationship, including going out at night, having male friends, and speaking in public spaces. She said the relationship affected her physical and mental health. She also alleged that her ex also policed her drinking habits because he was sober and therefore she was not to drink alcohol. She also wrote about where her partner initiated sex on a night that she wasn't feeling well and was disinterested, but she felt compelled to capitulate. She said that he told her that a lack of sex was the reason his last relationship didn't work out. So it was a, a kind of a veiled threat. Um, she Dykstra lived in fear of making her then-boyfriend upset, and this was a greater than her fear of dying which she experienced when she experienced an ectopic pregnancy, which is a potentially life-threatening condition. Um, and she cried on the phone when telling her ex about her need for a procedure to treat the ectopic pregnancy, and after the surgery, surgery, his only concern was when he'd be able to have sex with her again. After leaving her ex, Dykstra said that she met someone new and her former partner retaliated by getting her blacklisted from companies she regularly worked at. She also wrote that she had audio and visual evidence that would support her allegations, but did not release it at the time. Um, the Hollywood Reporter posted a statement from Hardwick in which he denied the allegations. And he said, quote, These are very serious allegations and are not to be taken lightly, which is why I've taken the day to consider how to respond. I was heartbroken to read Chloe's post. Our three-year relationship was not perfect. We were ultimately not a good match and argued, and even shouted at each other, but I loved her and did my best to uplift and support her as a partner and a companion in any way, and in no time did I sexually assault her. When we were living together, I found out that Chloe cheated on me, and I ended the relationship. For several weeks after we broke up, she asked me to get back together with back together and even told me she wanted to have kids build a life 
and told me that I was the one, but I did not want to be with someone that, who was unfaithful. I am devastated to read that she is now accusing me of conduct that did not, did not occur. I am blindsided by her posts and always wanted the best for her, end quote. So, podcaster, this is a new yeah. one. <laughs> not many podcasters on the list okay. yet. They're coming for us. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is really intense. And the fact that, <coughs> like, and probably the quickest turnaround, too, because her post did not go up that long ago and already... Nerdist, which he no longer hosts, but was the founder of, has like removed his name from the website and distanced themselves from him. Um, people are out there tweeting like, "I'm, you know, not affiliated with him. I'm dissociating from him." Like, you know, guys he's worked with for years. I think that's it. Like, not that believing her account was not enough, but I'm just like, that's a huge tell of like how fucked up this dude is, and ha- yet has the audacity to like comment like that publicly that he's surprised clearly no one in your, else in your life was surprised by her account so maybe <laughs> you should take a beat and reflect on why that is i find it interesting too that um the nervous sw- like just swung into action and amc and nbc oh yeah have said right. nothing yeah and it just goes to this just goes to show that Number one, like, these traditional corporate entities don't know how to deal with the current state of affairs in general, Mm -hmm. and they're not very nimble, and they can't pivot, apparently. Um, Mm -hmm. They should have had, I I don't know how they didn't know to do, to issue some sort of response if Nerdist did. Oh, they'll have to. People are on Twitter saying, I'm you know, sure. Yvette Brown should be hosting uh, Talking Dead in Second, <laughs> yeah. which I'm totally here for. Yeah. Um, but but like, as usual, <laughs> a woman has to come and clean up the yeah, mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah like we yeah. <laughs> like we called it. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I... Okay, so here's, here's my thing. Dude is 20 years her senior. I'm sorry, but... I never trust dudes who have like 15 years their their junior girlfriends or something like that. Because what that tells me is that you like to be in control all the time and be in control of this relationship of, of that person. To me, it's an indicator. At me if you want to, but to me, it's an indicator. I just I just think like like. Yeah. I'm sure there were exceptions, but historically, it's been a red flag. Yeah. It's been a red flag. <laughs> there are always exceptions yeah, to the yeah, rule, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But usually, it's a control issue. So that's why I think he's guilty. <laughs> well, that's, a, and that's clearly the case since he gave. There were like five rules that he put in their relationship. Uh huh. Uh huh. I just, I can't see him dating, like, a 42-year-old, let's put it that way. A woman who knows who she is? No. Well, assuming that... Yeah, so so in more detail, the five rules were, one, that she was not to go somewhere at night, as her nights were to be reserved for him. Uh, She was not to have close male friends unless they worked together. Typical. Uh, She was not allowed to drink because he was sober. Uh She was not allowed to speak in public places as he believed that people recognized him and were listening to their conversations. Jesus. Which meant that, like, at dinner, he they were silent. They, were they, would, they were silent, and he would be on his phone. Wow. And the fifth one is that she wasn't allowed to take photos of them, which he, he eventually kind of relented on a bit, but uh, she had to ask permission. Wow, 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 wow. 
I'm sorry. Could you imagine going out with someone and dating someone and being in public and just like not talking? Oh, I see that all the time though. <laughs> I really you do. Not see I'm it glad. I'm but you glad. see it, but they look miserable. Oh, yeah. But like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. not being they able do to look miserable. Oh, well, but we don't know what those situations are. <laughs> Actually, the more I'm reflecting on it, I'm like a lot of these rules, like the way they're expressed sounds really totalitarian and like you know, like oppressive. But honestly, and that's the thing with domestic violence and relationships where men do have this, like, control or have exerted this control. Like, they're not, it may not be expressly set out this way, but they are acting and behaving in this way. And, and like, there's an expectation that the uh, woman or, or the partner who is being abused, like, abide by these rules. And there's actually a lot of that that happens. I actually think these are really commonplace. Um, but we just don't know how to identify them, or sometimes we chalk them up to normal gender roles, um, and like a history of how like relationships should play out. Um, so I don't, I don't know that it needs to be that obvious for us to like be so upset about it. It's it's pretty grotesque the way that it is. But I'm sure we all know someone with a, a manipulative boyfriend who is sort of setting out parameters like this, or or you know the person knows enough not to ask or not to confront or not to engage in certain scenarios or encounters. And that's all part of this, like, you know, whatever the, like, hegemonic reign of this man in her life or, or what have you. Yeah. It's interesting what you bring up, uh, especially knowing what topics not to touch mm-hmm. and, like, staying away from them. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of those sort of what I like to call softer signs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think signs kind of come like first it's like a pitter patter, like rain or something. And then, and then all of a sudden it becomes something that you can't ignore, mm-hmm. for example. Um, <laughs> but the point is like, I, I think that's one of those softer signs mm-hmm. is like you, you self select right. what you can bring up mm-hmm in the presence of this person. Mm-hmm. Like, and when she said that, I was just like, oh, girl. Mm-hmm. Plus the fact that he's 46. and yeah, Like, I'm so... I always... I, I'm like, I always... Whenever I meet dudes like that, I just want to move on because I'm like, obviously, I'm not your target audience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not like... And and then they <laughs> act like you should be jealous or something. It's like, no, I'm good. Hmm. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's an aside. But um, yeah, I think he's guilty as fuck. So it's it. Yeah. What's interesting is that she had posted the Medium article uh, without re- referencing him, and she mm-hmm. she wrote, you know, I've consulted so many people over the years. I want to get this off my chest. I want to partially like not warn people about him per se, but tell people about my experience because it's very much relevant and then decided to do it in this way. And it became very clear who it was, I guess, just because of who she is and probably his own history and people who knew him probably knew that maybe this was going on and then outed it. And then part of me is like, uh, I don't know how great that is for her and and whether people were really respecting her views and, 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 or going against what was in her best interest as a survivor and the, the center point of this this narrative um, to, to now have to live this out even more publicly than she had intended. I, I guess that's a risk that she probably appreciated, I, I should hope, but if not, you know, I, I do feel for her because that's, um, it's going to be a, a rough 
few weeks to say the least. I wonder, and this is real, I just, she, okay, so her acting, I'm not sure what she's been in, in terms of acting. I don't, I've I never know. heard of her before. I, she is. I just know she has a blue check mark on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> she's verified. <laughs> I don't know. But do you, do you know what she's been in? I, I just, think she, like you know, does cosplay and, and like, it's oh, like, from, okay. like, you know, the Comic-Con scene. Oh, um, okay. And that's essentially where they met. Okay, so they're both, like, the digital media darlings, I guess you could say. Well, and, and quote-unquote nerds. And I mean, nerds, I think it's yeah. funny now, like, Twitter is blowing up with people being like, he was never a nerd. And that's always something he's been critiqued for, like, he's too polished and has, like, a classical, generic, male, good looks. So, like, so called people are like, you're, you're only nerdy and then it's, like, convenient for you to build yourself this way, I guess. Um, which, I mean, it's, it's great. Like, it doesn't matter whether you thought Chris Hardwick was funny or interesting or nerdy to, for you to, like, still believe the story, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, people are falling back on this idea that just because he was a shitty comedian and a shitty, like, host He wasn't a good nerd, yeah, so that like, makes him... It, it's easier to believe this. It's like, oh, okay. Well, okay. If he was a sure. good nerd, then he, like, his credentials Dude, had been, up, hopefully he still would have believed this, this story. We've been too. through Bill Cosby, okay? I think I think most of our dreams are crushed by now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Bill Cosby, his wife moved out. Oh, shit! Fuck Camille. And you heard it here first. I mean, Fuck yes. Fuck her. Yes. And her... Complicity? She, her complicit ass, okay? I wonder what she's been through, though. Fair. I feel like Camille's seen some shit. Camille has seen a lot of shit. And I I just... Hmm. I wonder if this is a play to, to preserve his legacy, too. I wonder if that's part of it. No, I just... He's, he's on fucking house arrest. So imagine being <laughs> home 24-7 with his crotchety, oh. crabby ass. Oh. It must be fucking hell. Oh, God. He's I don't know. Really I don't... I don't I, 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 well, yeah. I'm glad she's... I, I'm not here for Camille, to be honest. Like, I'm really not. I, I just, I know what you're saying, <laughs> and it's true, but I, I'm also looking at her with side eyes. Oh, for sure. sure. I think both things can be yeah. true. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Both things can be true. Anyway, so that's about Chris Hardwick. <laughs> any, any, oh, back to Chris Hardwick. <laughs> back to Chris Hardwick. Anything else you, you, you all have to say? <laughs> I'm just I just think that, like, yeah. men are just, think that, like, these stories aren't going to get out. Like, they still are like, oh, me? What? Especially the domestic what? stuff where it's like, oh, but we were in a relationship and it wasn't perfect. No relationship is perfect. And it's like, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. Well, and that's the thing that we, it kind of goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks, last week, a couple weeks ago with Jason Bateman where he uh-huh. talks about it's family. Mm-hmm. And family right. goes through, like, these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, but no. Yeah. yeah, it's it just goes to show how normalized this behavior is in relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think part of it too is because there's this slippery slope and sometimes you don't even notice it. And you don't notice it until you're there in that, you know, in that sort of vulnerable place. Speaking to your Camille Cosby argument, mm-hmm. let's say. And so next thing you know, you need this relationship because it's created this, like, you know, I don't know, like, you're in the space, and 
you know, everything else kind of just follows after that. It's all like a slippery slope. It doesn't start out with him saying, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do the other. It starts with him being the most charming man on the yeah. face of the earth. Yeah. And then, is the, the, which is why I don't, I don't trust the slick ones either. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, the ones that are just a little bit, they know a little bit too much of what to say. <laughs> They're not a little bit nervous. They don't fuck up a little bit. I'm just like, mm, you're you're too practiced at this, and that bothers me. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I never trust too slick. The magazine slick dude. No, like no. Fuck him. <laughs> Bye. Well, that does it for misogynist of the week. Yeah. Follow us on social media: Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, Instagram Bad and Bitchy Pod, Facebook, Facebook. I thought I was saying Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com slash Bad and Be Podcast and email us Bad and Be Pod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.